This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a blue Monday. How's it going, Dave? Yeah, all right. All right, man. A bit different today because I can see you. Yeah, you can see me. And a box, I can see a box of Gillian behind you as well, like half open, probably about, oh, hang on, and a lot of CDs behind your head or DV, something like uh, DVDs, yeah. Oh, DVDs. The thing with the chocolates is that I'm going on the New Year's resolution tomorrow, so... Yeah, what, probably, no chocolate? Just no nothing, no calories at all. No cows? I, I don't know. Just we need, don't just do need to lose, lose the love handles, don't I? You don't do many cows anyway, do you? Really? You're a, you're a veggie. I mean, I know perhaps there is some, some oh, cows. Oh, I, but... I can still eat biscuits, don't you worry about oh, that. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, Bitties. So, for 2018, we're trying to do a bit of an upgrade of the Blue Monday podcast. So, what we're trying today is we're trying to record the Skype call. I've got a nice new headset. Look at that. It's beautiful. It kind of holds my hair back. So... The idea is these are all going to go out on um, on YouTube as soon as we finish them. And then the podcast is going to go up at a time that I need to discuss with Dave, maybe 6am or something on Monday morning. But just to try and drive people to these new YouTube videos, it will be available on there first, which means... Have you ever, have you ever done it like topless or in your pyjamas or anything? Well, me, no, but I'll tell you what, what I'm doing it in today... <laughs> for those of you listening on Acast and iTunes, Dave is modelling an excellent uh, Make Your Monday a Blue Monday yeah, I just thought I would, just for the first one. Uh, which if you go to at Blue Monday ITFC <laughs> on Twitter, you can buy and support this um, wonderful podcast. Um, Dave, do you want to hear from Ian Milne first? If we must. 
<laughs> I like Ian Milne. You know I do. Um, yeah, I know. I, I, I quite like Ian Milne. It's, it's not. It's not his fault, is it? <laughs> It's not well, his not fault. Not it's not his it. fault. He's the way he is. <laughs> um, Ian Milne on Bart says Bart is one of our number one players. If I can put it like that, in previous seasons, I'm surprised nobody has come in after him, and they haven't. We're naturally very keen to keep him, and I know he wants to say we're going to have to do about 500 Bart updates this month. Um, He's gone. Can, can we have a? Uh, can we have a thing? Can we have a gimmick? A, a, where are you on the Bartometer at the moment? Can we have a Bartathon? <laughs> where are you at the moment? Oh mate, I don't know. I mean, there's uh, well, as it stands, Christ, there's there's no real cover, is there? Gherkin, I'm not really sure. I know this is about Bart, but Gherkin seems to have got this reasonably long-term injury, so that only leaves a young crow on the bench who hasn't played yet, albeit. Perhaps we'll get to that, and uh, he may be in contention for Saturday if Gherkin's not fit. So yeah, that's a bit of that is a bit of a concern at this stage, isn't it? However, unless we sell him for big, uh, big wedge and get uh, get someone else half decent in, but he would be difficult to replace. He's been, he has been. It's no fluke. He's been our Player of the Year for the last two seasons. He's been magnificent, hasn't he? Lovely stuff. Um, James Blanchfield has joined Aldershot oh, on loan, basically mm. replacing Adam McDonald now. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned James Blanchfield in the very, very first episode of this this podcast that you were excited about him. That, yeah. that would have been two and a half seasons ago. Yeah, um, hasn't hasn't made the strides that say Tristan well, Nydam has. He's 20, no, 20 now, Dave. No, I think so, and I think again, perhaps because he hasn't been in the first team spotlight, I think he has had a, I think he has had an injury issues. I mean, don't all um, he's, he's, he's a midfield player of Ipswich Town. I mean, that's just goes goes to uh, goes with a grain, doesn't it? But um, so I think that's obviously knocked him back a bit, and I think he just hasn't kicked on. And the likes of Dizel, um, well, up until this season, Nydam and Downs have usurped him somewhat, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nineteen-year-old. Good, good experience for him. It's great. Yeah. 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 Um, but McDonald's obviously. Did you know McDonald scored four goals in seventeen in that in that loan spell. So he did really well, didn't he? I mean, I looked at him yesterday, and you think, okay, you know, maybe and people behind me were saying, why is Brew playing? Why is Brew playing? You know, we're looking to get shot of him. Why is he playing? And I looked at McDonald and and and. Yeah, Brew is more physically, it looks physically stronger than McDonald. I mean, imagine him playing yesterday against those two units in midfield. It just wouldn't, yeah, you know, it would just... G unit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 19-year-old Aaron Drinnan will complete oh, yeah. the paperwork from his move from Waterford in October. So when the transfer window is open, Mick wasn't really sure when the, because they have to do all this like red tape crap. Um, Inter- I think it's called international clearance. An international clearance. That's something. That sounds like something Luke rescue. Chambers would have done several times in the 2015-16. Sorry, have I missed something? Was he an international? <laughs> um, Mick says he's trained and not looked out of place. He's been really good. Um, it sounds like he's a big strapping forward. Dave and Kiefer Moore's coming back. Is, is yeah, this more, yeah, maybe. more cover for Ghana? Maybe any any maybe. chance of him getting a first team game this season? I wouldn't have thought so. Although I, what I did hear something funny. Um, Mick and his press conference did he not say that the lads have, have called him Murph oh I mean hopefully hopefully that's for his um, aerial and goal scoring ability rather than he just comes from Waterford or something like that but um, no I mean he seems to be you know he's trained and seems to be quite highly rated and seems to have done well in the training so far so good luck to the lad um, it's going to be interesting we, we spoke about this last week it's going to be very interesting when Moore comes back just to see if he gets well, if he gets game time you know 
I mean, what's yeah. the point in having him back? If he, I still say, what is the point of having him back if he doesn't? What's the well, point? yeah. Um, the, the thing that made me really roll my eyes in that press conference was Mick seemed to think that this nickname of Murph was like the most hilarious, sophisticated, <laughs> like John Cleese level comedy he'd ever heard. It's not, and, it's not big and it's not clever, is it? Come on, lads. Yeah. yeah. It's... Um, no, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. What happens with more? I mean, there's a game yesterday. My my youngest sitting with me yesterday said, "You know what, Dad? Here's a game where Pete Moore's not back and on the bench." Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of yesterday, should we go there, Dave? Yeah. yeah and special yeah. special treat for everyone watching on YouTube. You do get to see the the pad of majesty. Wow. It's, so it's, was was this the, was this your actual match pad? So you're you're making this. This is my match pad. It's gone up to an A4 one because what tends to happen is um, it's okay with teams like Derby where I kind of know who the players are anyway. But with with maybe, I don't know, Sheffield United where I've, yeah. I haven't seen them play for five no, no, years. No, I'm literally the whole time. Right. Who's, who's, who's that? Who's that? Who's, who's, who's that? Who's marauding centre? Oh, it's Basham. Oh, he scored. Oh, there and you then, go. And it's not like 1 to 11. Who's that 43? <laughs> this is a really good search. Can I just, for comedy, for comedy, can I just show you my pad? <laughs> oh, I've got. Hang on a minute. Here's the old one. It's just oh. down here in my desk. There's the old one. It's kind of. Oh, you'll just get a bit. Christ. Yeah. This time next season, you're going to have one like this, Ben. You're not. They're not going to let you in with it. <laughs> what, like, like a pink sheet of wallpaper. An A1 <laughs> A1 art pad. Right. Yeah. So, Dave, um, I spent most of the journey because I'm a nerd trying to figure out whether Mick was going to go. And actually, I phoned you to get your opinion, and you were far more interested in what you're just about to have for dinner than. Yeah, I was actually. <laughs> Bloody nice, mate. Fish finger sandwich, it was. Can you imagine though? I'm bored out of my mind on the on the A12. I actually I listened to Graceland and then I listened to Paul Simon talk about Graceland after listening to Graceland. I, I, I love that album. You so, you actually get, you actually gave me that CD some some years ago I remember or perhaps you lent it to me and I just never gave it back. <laughs> there Probably you go. More. Yeah, a bit, bit like the thirty-five quid for that Aston Villa ticket two seasons ago, wasn't it, Dave? Banging on. All I can say is cycle <laughs> charity, mate. Look, you did a good thing there. Okay. Um, so he did end up going four-two-three-one because I thought he might do the four-one-four-one he did in the return game at Derby. So it's Barton goal. Spence right back, Knudsen left back. No surprise that Spence came back. Chambers and Webster the centre backs. So Connolly and Brew holding in front of the back four, and then the three behind Garner. So you had Selena on the left, Ward on the right, Waghorn in the kind of ten position. Uh, mm. Garner up front. Would would you would you make of that team, Dave? Did you expect it to be more defensive or pretty standard given the lack of thought, options he had? I thought that was pretty standard, and I think we both nailed it on when did we record Wednesday? When it doesn't seem seems like yesterday almost was that um, we both said I think that we thought McGoldrick would be left out for Selena, and we were. We were spot on, weren't we? Spot bollock on. There you go. I'm not supposed to swear on YouTube. They stopped the ad revenue. That's ruined it, haven't it? Is that is that is that a proper swear word, though? Oh, bollock. YouTube, YouTube oh. guidelines. If you <laughs> if you say anything that's not centrist, anything remotely right wing, you you demonetise straight. So was our um, so our um, our Huddersfield pod last year that just would have been completely vetoed. De- demonetised but... immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Derby played. Did you make it four four one one, Dave? I was just watching Huddlestone and Thorn boss the midfield. I didn't oh, okay. really notice to be perfectly honest. Yes, I think so. Yeah, so, it was Winnell. It was um, it was quite. A, it was like Winnell up top, Vidra sort of behind him. Yeah, in football yeah. manager terminology, I had Winnell down as striker centre and Vidra down <laughs> as forward centre because there was a difference. So look, Carson in goal for Scythe, 
left back. Uh, Keo and uh, Davies were the centre backs. Yeah. Uh, Wisdom the right back. Um, Tom Lawrence left midfield. Uh, Johnny Russell right midfield. The two you mentioned, Huddlestone and Thorne, central midfield. And then Vidra, who's the top scorer? That kind of surprised me when I saw them in the in the game in Derby. The top scorer actually plays, plays off, off off the striker, so he's obviously a yeah. good player. So yeah, I'll Vidra say, I'll behind Winnell. I'd say Rowett got it probably right yesterday. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so three minutes in, Davin. Waghorn attempts a 40-yard lob and falls over. He, he likes that, doesn't he? Did we not have one of those... That- Against QPR, was it against QPR? Yeah, it was. He quite likes those. I think as he's, he, he wants to score one of those this season, doesn't he? Who's that guy who scored from 50 yards against Chelsea? Scottish bloke. And they showed they showed a video. Jamie Carragher, Charlie Adam. They showed. Oh a, Christ! What a goal! They, but they goal. Dave, they showed a montage on on um on Sky of him trying that about <laughs> ten times before. Uh, what in real in real time in real oh, in play, games in, in matches? Yeah, oh, that, he, he tried it loads his, of times. Well, yeah. fair play. He pulled it off. Who is the guy? Oh, who was the guy? Was it goal of the season who scored for the goal for Wigan at Sunderland? Manor Figueroa. Manor Figueroa. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was equally as uh, equally as good. Yeah, you don't see many of those. Um, so, Dave, it looked like um, Waghorn had been told to drop back and get Huddleston in defensive shape, and it looked like Connolly was coming back um, with Vidra, and it also looked like Connolly had been told, "Look, in the QPR game, nobody's getting the ball off the back four. Alice yeah. Hughes, and it looked like he was trying to make himself more available. Do you think long term he's actually good enough to do that, or do you think as soon as Skews comes back, it'll be nope, right? Okay, you get the ball off the back four, and no, no, no. When, yeah, Skews will just when Skews comes back, Skews will slot into his uh, to his position. I know it's a well worn thing, and we've spoken about it before, but we have, we you know, these last three matches. I mean, it proves we, we really do miss him when he's not there. Much maligned, but we do miss him. Um, Garner shot charged down easy for Carson. And then on 12 minutes, Dave, without... And Mick had this right in the press conference. It was pretty much championship fair for 10 minutes. And then yeah. it always annoys me when, especially when you're at home, when the away team doesn't really have to do a lot to to take the lead. So do you want to take us through this goal? I agree what you're saying, especially a team like Derby, who look, look like they could play through as at will, really, <clears throat> and did fairly often. Um yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a corner. It's a flighted corner from Lawrence. I think you said on your recap after the game that was quite nice. He got when he went to take the corner, he got a pretty nice round of applause from from Sir Bobby, which is no reason why he wouldn't. Quite not good, nice to see. Um, and it's a it's quite a clever goal, I think. It's a flighted corner, isn't it? And all their big all their big lumps start off at the back post, make a run to the front, and for once, I think it's Garner who actually unbelievably sort of gets caught under the ball, doesn't he? Um, Garner seems to get caught under the ball, and, and I think in in sort of Nudson's defence, I think Nudson just thinks, "Oh, Joe Garner's up for this one. He's going to head it fifty yards clear, like he usually does." <laughs> um, and just yeah, it's a disappointing one because Winnell gets a reasonable contact. It's well directed, isn't it? It's not the most powerful header. It's well directed, and Bart maybe slightly unsighted, but the key thing there for me, no one on the far post is there. But that's the. I think I heard Mill sound Radio Suffolk afterwards. That's the fashion these days, you know. Back in the old days, yep, you're on near post, you're on far post for corners. Um, but yeah, clearly Barton, I haven't really noticed before, just has someone on his near post, doesn't he? Well, the fact that you haven't noticed probably means that it's not that big a deal. Relevant. Is it? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I mean, but, it's only a big deal when a goal goes in like that. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Did you, in real time, did you think Bart was slow getting across? I did. Yeah, it was quite slow. It was to be in, there in was fairness. A, there was a shade in front of him, wasn't yeah, it? Was, it, was it was right in, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was almost a slow motion type thing. Was, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm right at the other end, as you know, and I think it's one of those ones you think, oh, he hasn't really got good contact on that. That's going wide. Oh, no, see, you know, it was, it was an odd one, really. But, um, yeah, I think in, in, in Nudson's defence, like I said before, I think Garner just gets a bit caught under the ball be, ball instead of heading it clear, which is, he's been brilliant. We can't slate him for that because he's been awesome. It's just as, I think, effective in our penalty areas as he has been in the opposition, you know. Um, yeah, disappointed. Soft, you put that down in the sort of soft category, wouldn't you? Yeah, and I think the thing that annoyed me is they tried one gimmicky corner, like you say, with all the big guys running to the near post and the ball yeah, chipped over. And it worked. It's just, yeah. just yeah. annoying, isn't it? But yeah. that was really good insight from Mills because that's the sort of thing, however much you and I study, no. we don't know. <laughs> so it. apparently the goalkeeper will will decide. Um, oh, yeah, the goalkeeper will decide. As Mills said, some goalkeepers don't prefer any. They prefer, you know, the full, yeah, the fullbacks or whoever takes a, takes a post, you know, pushed up on six yards or something like that. But yeah, you just don't notice it. Certainly, I remember, certainly when I played, not bloody out of football, no standard at all. It was always right corners, you're on front, you're on back post. You know, it was always, always the way it was. And I'm pretty sure, um, yeah, back in the old, you know, back in the, even the Robson days or Burley days, we always had people on the post. But, from now on, I shall, I shall look at that. Yeah. So, 1-0 to Derby after 12. And then straight from the kickoff, just oh. a complete <laughs> cluster. So, the ball goes oh. ball goes down the middle. Vidra's not favourite to get it. But um, Chambers and Webster kind of equidistant. And they both, I as I understand, they both oh, leave you. it to each other. Yeah. And then yeah. when Vidra takes it, they're both like, well, I'm not fouling him. Um, He's off. Yeah, they're off. Yeah. Vidra goes through and... What a miss. I don't know why. I mean, at the pace he was going, why did he just not go round Bart? He had the ball. It wasn't as if, you know, he had the ball perfectly under control. And at the pace he was going towards the goal, I thought, oh, he's just going to walk this one in. And he almost, for someone who scored, I don't know, what, 13, 12, 13 goals this season, he almost panicked, didn't he? You know, he got he Bart coming well, out and panicked. Well, my theory oh. is, Dave, that if that had been in a kind of 10-minute period of normal play and a goal just hadn't happened it, oh, I, good point. yeah I don't think he was relaxed because the goal had think, just happened I guess you he, think you're thinking he's thinking right this is it game over now 2-0 yeah. game that's the game yeah. and I, it was I, the game I, yeah I think anything else other than straight after a goal and he's yeah, good and, point and he scored that but um Selena floats in a free kick Connolly up in the air Carson looked unconvincing with Garner but the ref blows up uh Vidra's in again on the right Dave Poor defending, it kind of breaks to him and um, Bart, good strong hand on this. Long ranger from Thorne, not far over. Um, Wisdom, who was having a lovely time, he slips past two, goes down the line, cuts it back and Lawrence is really relaxed. He winds up for the shot and great block by Chambers, who's having a, a, okay, that miscommunication. But from what Mick said afterwards, apparently Webster wasn't right from early in the game with is Achilles he was playing oh, really yeah so maybe yeah. maybe yeah, there's something there's something in that yeah 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 uh, great, no, he's, having, he's having a good season James a great corner from Waghorn to the back post Connolly didn't I don't know if it was shoulder and head or something but didn't get a great header but off the line Dave by hacked away by Lawrence of all people yeah. oh was it Lawrence no, he, was it yeah yeah he didn't get anything on it really I think it's like hit his shoulder or something like that I, again I 
I don't think he, he didn't anticipate the ball getting that far. Great corner. Hell of a corner again. They're, they're great, aren't they? When he gets them right, they are fantastic. Um, awesome dribble by Russell, Dave. We haven't seen too many players this season who do the... Um, the fashion seems to be few touches and sprint now. He's old school where he has several touches every... Head down and go every, proper dribble. Every few proper feet, dribble. though, and he kept touching yeah. it. And he literally rolls it along the goal line. And you love it when the fullback comes across and covers it. Spence is superb, yeah. Spence yeah. takes it out. Um, Breakaway from Selena. Right, I'm going to just beat my Freddie Sears drum here. So Selena goes... So, there's not much of it left to beat, is it? Selena goes through and he's one-on-one with Wisdom. And Selena is quicker than everybody on that pitch other than Tom Lawrence, probably, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't take Wisdom on. All I, all the point I want to make is if that had been Sears, the whole ground would have groaned as he cut back as he cut back inside. Do you agree? I, I sort of agree. I mean, I, I and probably think that Sears, no disrespect to Fred, would have probably cut back inside. I mean, look to offload that. I mean, at least he did cut back inside and get a shot off, which, okay, I think Carson had it covered pretty much. I just don't think he had the confidence to go back. I mean, Wisdom, I thought, would look a really good player. Quick, strong. Um, as you said, he had a lovely day of it. Well, certainly first half. Well, um, and how quiet was Selena in the first half? Yeah, I, I just don't think that Selena had the confidence to take him on on his left side, but you know, fair play, got back inside, good move, got back inside. Yeah, not a bad strike, but yeah, probably other than the the chance in the corner, best opportunity, our best effort of the first half, probably. Um, so Winnell gets in down the right hand side of the box again. I thought he just put this one wide, Dave, but the ref gave a corner, so it's probably a good save. Good save yeah, by Bart on save. Yeah, I think fingertip. so. Fingertip and Webster takes a yellow for a foul I did that really embarrassing thing where you where you yell at the ref and you get it wrong I'm like yelling you can't pull it back they've had the event oh it's a corner right, now, now, I look, now I look stupid so yeah. it goes to half time Dave and um, could have been I think 2-0 at half time would have probably been fair wouldn't it wouldn't have flattered them at all they, they bossed that first half really Ben they're, 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 we'll get to them afterwards yeah they, they look really good first half didn't they okay um so, Mick makes his move at half-time and he squeezes the midfield together and tries to condense the game. So, for the first time this season, we see a, a diamond midfield. He tries. I yeah. guess he just tries to squish everything up. So, yeah. Conley is, is at the base of the diamond with Ward in front of him to his right, Brew to his left, but they're still central. Selena's behind the front too. And, I mean, I, I met you at half-time and we said, poor old Garner, he's struggling, he needs someone up there with him so we actually get Waghorn and Garner yeah we do yeah up front yeah, no, together I so that. Mick makes quite a sensible move um and I'm for, well long ranger from Ward straight away but um Carson's yeah. comfortable and unfortunately for Mick uh, a mixture of a brain fart from Selena and a great great play by Winnell and I I you can't legislate. You can't legislate for that. Again, it's it's, it's poor from Selena. It is poor. It's a, he gives the ball away really cheaply and a bad. What about thirty yards out, Ben? Probably. Uh, it's a silly giveaway, but we'll take us cheap, through the goal, cheap, Dave. Cheap loss of possession. The goal, yeah. I mean, the goal is clever. So he loses it. It goes to Lawrence. He sort of touches it to to win on. Really great. Um, I like. I like. I always like to use that word. Manipulates the ball really well out of his feet, doesn't he? Sort of rolls it out of his feet. What a strike. <laughs> It was a. Were you there? Did you give it a whack? Did you give it one it of them? It wasn't really a whack, was it? Because he doesn't stick his well, foot. For it. He he gets power on it. But flights it in. He flights so, it in. What a lovely, lovely guy. He flights it in, but it doesn't. It doesn't dip. It just goes straight in, doesn't it? 
yeah, yeah. unstoppable but but no chance I mean he just didn't anticipate that um, go on you were going to say about Selena well he does some really dumbass things doesn't he um, the question I was going to ask you right is with Selena sometimes is it if he was playing with better players, these he, he often tries passes that if he was yeah. playing with Man City players, they'd actually be fine because yeah. they don't. I always remember um, the Arsenal story where Bergkamp would and Vieira would say, "It doesn't matter. Give me the ball. It's up to me to control the ball, not you to pass it perfectly." There's there's two sides to the possession. Okay, yeah. There's my ability to control it and. Yeah. Sometimes you think, okay, that was a giveaway. But I was thinking, sometimes the passes he tries, is it that they're they're not Ipswich ready passes? Do you know what I mean? That's a very good point. So you're saying, you know, the the players he's he's looking to give it to just aren't on his wavelength. That's a good point. Is a good point. I think he's sometimes he's just a bit naive, and um, you know, in 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 certain areas of the pitch, he he has he's tried to eradicate that. I mean, obviously Mick Mick wouldn't play him if he wasn't eradicating that, but. Yeah, every every once every now and again he just gets it wrong. I mean, come on, that you know, yesterday it wasn't on the edge of our box, and it, you can't really legislate for what happens after that. But yeah, it's just a, a cheap loss of the ball in a, in a, in, a, in a you know in a bad a, potentially a bad area. And Mick just doesn't want the Ipswich players taking those risks. You know, you you always you always yell when players play a dangerous ball inside uh, no, on the edge of their own uh, box. Uh, don't you? Uh, of course you do, of course you do. Um, but. Uh, I think it probably shows to a degree, although, well, yeah, how much Selena's progressed that Mick didn't give him the hook after that within five minutes, which I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, you know, five games into the season, ten games into the season, he probably would have done, you know. And a quick mention, the win all slipped inside by Tom Lawrence. That's his second second you're assist, him a, you're assist giving him an of the assist game. For that. He's yeah, getting an okay. assist for that, isn't he? Yeah, um, all right. yeah. So Russell played in down the left. They're queuing up in the box, and Bart does really well good here. Good for Bart. Anticipated. Ipswich breakout. Webster out wide. They can't play through the middle. Falls to Connolly, and this must have hit an Ipswich shirt on the way. He's got, yeah, he's got, he's got quite a good um, fierce shot, Connolly, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's all it makes, when he has a go, it makes a difference. He either he either wins a corner or he gets it on target with power most of the time, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So for five six minutes, Ipswich are on top. Um, perhaps Derby might be sitting back at this point. Um, Vidra wins the battle with Webster, and all the nerds in the ground, like me and you, Dave, are going perfect hat trick. Winnell's in on his left foot now. Yeah, can he yeah. do it? Um, over nah, the not, top from him. Yeah. Uh, Thorn with a low long ranger and Bart's comfortable. Now, um, I was actually uh, at this point when Waghorn gets the free kick and puts it straight out I was actually thinking haven't Waghorn set pieces gone off the this is on 61 minutes bear in mind we're going to score on 65 I was like yeah. haven't because I remember going to the Villa game and thinking and saying to you on the pod after Dave oh my god we've got a serious corner taker we're going to score so many goals from his corners yeah this, yeah yeah this is going to be like Leicester under Mickey Adams with Muzzy is it taking all of them where they like scored about 30 goals in one season from corners um, Elliot Walsh yeah, yeah yeah exactly Taggart yeah I'm sorry Jerry Taggart yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Ward great work down the right straight after this deep cross and Brew with the diving header I think he, he can't see that till the last minute can he it, it no, he's unsighted good, good run uh, do you know what I thought Brew we'll get to this after I thought we did okay yesterday He's been six or seven out of ten every yeah. time this season, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, so, Dave, um, do you want to take all three, 
all three corners on in the 65th minute, and we're going well, to fir- we're going to the, fir- the goal. The first one's poor; doesn't get past the first defender, does it? And I'm not sure. I can't. The second one, I can't even remember the second one. But it's all in a row. Again, it gets cleared. I think he gets a little bit better flight on the second one, but it gets cleared for a, for another corner. Um, yeah, and the third one is just perfect on the spot. Poor from Derby. I mean, Garner's unmarked like six yards from goal, isn't he? So it clears it clears the first defender. It's, and it's, the key is with those corners, those in-swinging corners, is hitting with pace, isn't it? And he hits him in with pace, misses the first defender, and um, oh, Garner's got a free header from six yards, you know, buries it. So, yeah, a bit of, out of nothing, really. Oh, right, no, I say out of nothing. No, we were on top for... We had, we had, yeah. yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah I mean, Derby, you, but, you never know how much they... They're sitting sort of back, off. but when we when we deconstruct this at the end, compare that to the QPR game, and you know how how much they had to go in this game, and it's oh yeah, absolute yeah. night and day, isn't it? Um, yeah. Lawrence with a, a good work from Winnell, and Lawrence goes through, and he tries to he tries to shoot back across himself, and doesn't doesn't connect well. Um, Nudson with a chance on the far post. The cross goes all the way over. Um, he has to come in on his right foot, and Wisdom is a, a big unit, and he kind of blocks it, blocks Great it out play. with his chest. Um, so on 68, Vyman comes in for Lawrence. Um, Lawrence gets a gets a good reception. I'm, I think that's the time to applaud him, not when he's taking the taking the corners. I think as and when he gets substituted or what have you. But I think um, someone was. Someone near me said, um, and I had this line planned, I must admit, someone near me said, um, oh, why are we being so nice to Lawrence? And I said, we'd be playing Colchester this season if it wasn't for if it wasn't for him and Bart last season. So um, some respect to be shown. And Dave, um, we discussed this quite a lot. David McGoldrick comes in for Kevin Brew and plays in centre midfield. We we speculated whether he might he might be good in this in this role, but <laughs> But for those of you watching on on YouTube, you'll see Dave's Dave's reaction. Oh God, this is no, 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 just didn't work. I mean, yeah, McGoldrick. I mean, God, it, it was it. I don't know. Was he trying too hard? I just don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't interested. That's not fair because because he was. But no, no the no, game, no. Dave. The game was stretched, and he was trying to play the killer ball every time yes, he got yeah, the ball. Yes, a good point. Yes, yeah. he was. I think. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, no, it didn't. It didn't quite work. And again, Mills. You know, you got to respect to Mills. You know, he said, he says really when you think about it, David McGoldrick was on. It was his most effective for us, obviously before all the injuries that very first season when he played in a front two, slightly off Daryl Murphy. Can I was. be a little bit contemptuous with that, Dave? Did he not win Player of the Month in September and score four or five goals playing on the right hand side of a three off the front? Well, well there you go. Yeah, he, he did, bloody but, effective then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, okay. But um, let's let's put into context perhaps the opposition. But no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, McGoldrick has a flick at a corner from um, from Wagner. Yeah, that was a bad over. Um, Iorfa comes in for Webster, so fingers crossed with Webster because uh, Mick seemed to say he had a trouble with his Achilles all game, and we should have bought him off earlier. Is is what he said? Clearly, he's not going to play. He's not going to play Tuesday. Yeah, he's, he's got. Already, a, if he's, he's got already nick, ruled him out. Yeah. Oh, he has. Yeah, he's not going to play Tuesday. Um, and people around me, and I've seen on the forum, people saying, "What the hell has Tommy Smith done?" You know. So our left side, our left side. No, no, hang on. Let me get to it. Our left-sided centre back, you know, goes off with an injury. Um, Smith's there. Smith's on the bench. However, I can see we're chasing the game. It's two-two. You know, short of pitching Tommy up front. 
And and to be fair, it did certainly once or twice it paid. Oh, you can't deny uh, for all these perhaps um, lack of attributes. <laughs> As a footballer, no, that's a bit harsh on Iorfa, but he's a proper athlete, and and a couple of times he bloody gallops down the right, didn't he? Really did. Won a corner, I think. A, you know, a couple of times he did that. So I can sort of get that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at Fulham if Smith's back in there, though. Oh, I'm I'm fervently. I I if he put Smith on, I would have been the opposite. I I would have been. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I can see it. I don't know. Look, he's, he's that. squeezed yeah. the. The game's been squeezed down the middle. Nudson's yeah. getting loads of spent, loads of spence, loads of space down the down yeah. the side. For me, it was the most obvious thing in the world to bring Iorfa on because it's yep. it's gone narrow and get the fullbacks forward. And he, and he did get these are, He did that. He did these get people forward. moaning are the same people that will be moaning that we don't have don't quote have a go in games. And then when you bring an attacking right back on, yeah, they moan point. that it's not. I, I think I think the thing is that people have a soft spot for Smith because he came through the academy and Iorfa's on. On loan, but that was—I'm sorry—that was totally the right. I'm, I agree no, with you. I, I, totally I'm, the I'm right. with you. So it'd be interesting to see. Um, well, we'll get to the Fulham game. Interesting to see what he does because he's—he's he's obviously got potential options there. If Smith doesn't come in for that game, does he then move? Um, you know, does he then move Spence? You know, you know Spence, Spence, and um, and put Nutton inside there. You know, um, I've got several words for you. Floyd Aite, Shaji Ono. Um, he's going to play Spence right back and Smith because I offers not going to be. Would well, you remember the Fulham home game? And Cessignon, we'll yeah, we'll, God, yeah, we'll, Cessignon! Oh we'll my God, he's Stop definitely going to play Spence right. I, I, I dread to, I dread to think on Tuesday, but anyway, cool. Um, great break from Keo. Um, I'd be interested from Derby fans' point of view. Does Keo, when it gets to eighty minutes, think right? I'm going to have my run for today, and he has a little run up. He did exactly the same in the. He has one run per game, I think. Do you know what? I thought he played. I thought he's a good player, Keo. I've never really sort of looked at him before and thought much of him, but I, I liked him yesterday. Maybe Played that's well, because yeah. Curtis Davis is beside him, but I. Thought thought he had a really really good game good play good um, play slides it through for Vyman um and I've always said the one criticism of Bart is he sticks to his line sometimes but in the two instances yesterday he was great coming uh, when I when I criticize him for sticking to his line that's more from crosses I think yes but he's out really well and Vyman quite clever actually chips it over him into the middle but obviously Derby have got about 17 defenders on now haven't they and there's no one up. Yeah, I, I, I said to Kieran, my son, there. I said that's the sort of that's exactly the sort of move that Derby. If Nugent was on, he'd probably been in the six-yard box, wouldn't he? It would have hit his back or something, and just, <laughs> it wouldn't. It? it would have been one of those goals where the ball doesn't even hit the net. In yeah. fact, now I talk about it, I'm, I've got to confess. In real time, I missed the um, I missed the Winnell strike. Okay, because just at that point, about seconds before. Nugent had gone down the tunnel at the end of half time with his, you know, completely kitted up, came back with his tracky bottoms off. And I'd spent the Texas for, oh shit, here we go. Oh, and as dear. I was sort of looking at my phone, whack, in it goes. And obviously it didn't, it didn't happen, but yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, I didn't mention, so Vidru went out and Olsen went in. So Rowett really defending the lead. And then uh, Baird comes in for Winnell. So basically, Derby did have six defenders on at the end and both their forwards um, off for defenders. Iorfa has one crazy run uh, towards the end and the free kick gets lobbed in. Nudson kind of I think that's the, one I, that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to go to tweets <coughs> first, Dave? Or do you want to yeah, give, me your, give me your summary? Um, okay, so let's go from the bottom up. Here we go. Um, Nathan Toms, beaten by the better team, only turned up for 20 minutes. Second goal from Winnell was a thing of beauty. Mick has yeah. to strengthen the midfield. That is a must. Lone backup yeah. goalkeeper to replace Gherkin. And I reckon 
uh, Kiefer will play 10 minutes in each of the last 21 games this year. Um, Noel says, with a really substandard midfield, we were never going to beat Derby. Connolly did his usual great job. Noel loves Connolly, doesn't he? Um, but Brew and Ward are just not of the required standard. Feel sorry for McCarthy as the crippling midfield injury situation is really limiting his options. Um, Andreas Christensen, uh, Derby County were impressive today and deserved the win. We just did not turn up for the first half, but made a decent account of ourselves after going 2-0 down. As for January, hoping that the Colback rumours are true, as we need quality midfielders. Fear wow. Bart might move on. Colback? Um, this Jeez. is Mullet, who sometimes reports from away games for us. Um, also, this callback rumour sounds fun as far as in and outs go. Skews is so crucial. Your chum more to be given some games, and I offer finding some consistency would help immensely now that Your Webster chum. is caught. Um, Jay Fulton might need a fresh start from Swansea too. Uh, Reese says, beaten by Premier League quality, Derby should have been out of sight in the first half. Definitely need some bodies in January, mainly in that midfield. Think games like today show we don't have enough quality to compete for a playoff spot. Too many better sides. Uh, Nathan King just says one word, Dave. He says, Spence. Um, Tristan says, watching first half yesterday felt like watching the Derby match last January. No hard press. Uh, Derby players had at least three touches every time they got the ball. Outs, Sears on loan, sell brew, release I awful. I offer <laughs> um, ins right back and a spiritual healer or wizard. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Tristan. Um, ITFC tractor girl. Obviously, the Derby game could have been better, but any team in the league would struggle with all their best midfielders and most creative midfielders injured. But we've seen what this squad is capable. We're both nodding if you're listening on ACOS. Um, MJ, this is our Scottish correspondent, Dave. And this is more relevant after the Ghana and Waghorn signings, isn't it? Scotland is a good market for Ipswich. Um, Meanwhile, in bargain buys from the other end of the aisle, we have John McGinn at Hibs and John Souter at Hearts. The standout McGinn is a box-to-box midfielder, tip for the very top, 18 months left on his contract, and Mick's shown his interest before time. That's right, yeah. Time so. to strike. Um, so, Dave, do you want to give me your um, summary on, yeah. on the whole game? And if we can get to uh, star for Ipswich and opposition player of the week as well. Yeah, I think that uh, Derby were just very good. I think, and uh, to just start with Derby, I think more than in previous seasons, when they've been on these runs in previous seasons, I think the last two seasons have had these, they can go on these 10, 15 game unbeaten runs and suddenly like hit a wall and lose five or six on the spin. I don't see that this season. They've got a very strong spine of the side now, haven't they? And Huddlestone and Thorne in centre midfield. Um, Keo and Davis solid at the back. Carson and they've got a goal scorer. So I see, I see Dub good side, mate. We're always up against it yesterday, and someone hit the nail on the head. You know, without all our all our midfield players, just always going to struggle yesterday. Um, but we had a go. You're right. We had more of a go yesterday. We did. Um, and do you know what? I've seen games like that, and would have yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have been totally surprised. It would have been slightly unjust if we had a grabbed a point. You know, we did have a go where. Previous games, we, uh, you know, we haven't. Um... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. You know, as for the McGoldrick thing, <laughs> I don't know quite what to make. But again, good point from you. I think he was totally, totally um, affected by trying to play the killer ball every time. You have to take um, the con- context of the game yeah, into account yeah, yeah, that he was brought in in centre midfield when we were chasing. Um, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. I mean, Garner was just dominating again. I felt sorry for him. I suppose it got a little bit easier second half when Waggle moved up with him, but he was just dominated by, and who wouldn't be, by, by you know, by Keogh and... Um, and uh, and Davis and I, I, after for all their flair players, I honestly thought not just because of the run at the end and stuff. I thought Keo was their best player actually. I like wisdom. I did like wisdom, the fullback. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was pretty good. I also liked Paul Sife, the left back. You know, second second half playing in front of um, yeah, first half playing in front of us. He was very good too. He had a cigar, good side, didn't he? Yeah. Good side. Um, yeah, I said on my YouTube um, video, Dave. The thing I liked about Derby as opposed to other teams is you can see if one player goes out injured. That they're not they're not reliant on any one player in that team. They're strong all the way around. Um, I think think the difference this season they've got the squad. You know, I think keep the key players fit. Um, They've got experience as well. You Huddlestone in there just sat there all game. He what we moved in a twenty yard area and got the ball and gave it and bossed the game really, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, And for Ipswich, I I think I had Knudsen as the as the star guy just for his just for his work in that last I mean, I 30 I, minutes that that vidra sort of brain fart apart i thought chambers had another good game yesterday yeah, I agree. Yeah. you know you watch chambers some of the blocks he gets in are bloody incredible honestly he's Every really week. really improved the past 30 or 40 games hasn't he oh, he's, he's playing his proper position isn't he um yeah you know other than that i, I Again, it was difficult for him yesterday. I don't think the last couple of games I've seen QPR on yesterday, Waghorn's been totally at it. I think he's lost. No, he's, you know, he's, okay, he's corners ultimately took, well, yeah, another assist yesterday, but I don't think he's quite been at it. Perhaps just trying a bit too hard, a bit frustration creeping in there. Um, yeah, always going to be difficult and, um, yeah, it's not going to get any easier come, um, come, come the next game, is it? At least Fulham will always give you a chance though, won't they? Yes, yes, he <laughs> wanted to yeah. say, nah, nah, they're not going to happen. Well, it's just mad, Ben, you know, I just look, and again, I checked the Fulham side, we'll do a little bit in a minute, well, maybe we won't now, but I checked the Fulham side yesterday, and again, that, that dream midfield of McDonald, Kearney and Johansson's back in harness again, and 
Their camera scored yeah, that, too as well yesterday, that, didn't he? Yeah, came off the bench. That was fantastic. We'll, we'll, we'll do that when we get to the yeah. games. This is quite unusual what, what oh, Jukanovic did. But um, yeah, it worries me uh, midfield against their three. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, let's go to the... Oh, just sorry. One word answer, Dave. Where are Derby going to finish? I think they might get second. I think they might get automatic this year. I really do. I think this is a year they might just do it. Okay, let's yeah. go. This, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a fall. I mean, others are dipping, so perhaps they does will this, hit does a, this sound, a card in. Does this sound stupid? I think they could win the playoff semi-final, but not the final. They seem solid <laughs> enough to... Do you know what I mean? They seem solid enough to bash out the two games, but then in a one game where you just need a bit of... Rao, it's very... Very I think, pragmatic, I think, isn't it? I think this this season, looking at what I saw yesterday, and they did blow us away, although first half they could have done. I just think they've got the players there, the experience, quality, and can you know hard players as well that can get the job done this season. Do I mean, you, I see Wolves running away. I can see Derby getting top two this year. Do you agree if Mick McCarthy had money, that Derby team yesterday is exactly what you'd see? Just a kind of... A load of a load of kind of big, powerful, yeah, sens- good, sensible very guys. Good analogy, that. Do, yeah, do you know what I mean? If yeah, he had must and be... a couple of bits of quality, you know, in the wide positions in the front too, you know. And not being funny, seeing his post-match remarks, you know, he pretty much said as much. You know, he said they're a very, very, very good side. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Well, haven't you? You've seen. Um, you saw us play Wolves away the other week. That's coming up. So let's let's see what they look like. But that's coming up quite soon. Hopefully, we'll have some bodies back by then. Bodies. Um, Chris, <laughs> yeah, let's... let's not sing the lyrics to that again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's do the roundup, Dave. Bristol City one, Wolves two. So two what sendings up. off. A last minute winner. What's Nuno going mental in the um, in the in the Bristol Spectres. City directors box and Wolves ten points clear. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, that's what teams do, don't they? And they always seem teams like that are on a roll like that. Just seem to get things. Just seem to to work out for them, don't they? Um, yeah, I mean, I watched some of that game. Bristol City were absolutely in control of that game to one bit of class from Cavalero. Incidentally, Cavalero came on for Costa. Oh, switched those two around now, though. One bit of class from Cavalero, Doherty through and fielding. He just makes a decision and that's it. Game even. And yeah, immediate retribution. That Douglas, he's got a great free kick on him, hasn't he? Mm. Just, um, yeah, from, from the result to added salt to injury from the result and free kick, 1-1. And again, another Dougie. assist. And that Dougie, another assist for the goal from um, the last, the winning goal from Bennett right at the end. Yeah. yeah. On a um, roll, I think you call it. Cardiff nil, Preston <laughs> 1. You're, you're going to be right about this. There's a third game on the trot they've lost and <laughs> Preston are in lovely nick, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, and you know, do you think our friends, our friends up the road, must be looking at that, thinking, you know, were we a bit? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think sometimes, it's, 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 sometimes people run their course in a certain in a certain yeah, job, in a certain position. Yeah, don't you're they? right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Birmingham one, Leeds nil. So bottom place, Birmingham. Leeds are actually the next league opponents at, at Portman Road. So that's kind of encouraging that they can go away to Birmingham and stuff it up. So we when have as Leeds here, so we've got the Cup, Sheffield on the United. Sixth, yeah, and then Leeds are here on the 13th. So we've got, Christ, four home games in a... That'll be four... Oh, be, no, no, no. Uh, four home games in a row. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. Um, yeah, Leeds. Yeah, I mean, apparently, I'm quite looking forward to that Leeds game. I mean, it's always good atmosphere, but aren't they bringing 5,000? They've got the whole top million. of the Cobalt stand. They've been in a million. Million, yeah. <laughs> million. Um, Sheffield United nil, Bolton one. So another two of our... January opponents and uh, Bolton when we played them they were 
marooned at the bottom and had no points. They're nearly out of the bottom three now. What, superb from them. And Sheffield yeah, United stepping heard, down a little bit. I heard Wilder talking after the game and he re- he scored the goal. He's really bigging up that Gary Medine, who I thought played well against us, didn't he? The unit out front for Bolton. Mm. Um, Borough nil, Villa one. Um, first win for Villa for a while and a bad start for your man, P- Pulis. Pulis. Yeah, Snodgrass, Snodgrass had a good move, a domer assist. So Christ knows what that makes goals and assists for him. Um, yeah, big win that for Villa, got them back on track. Yeah, took a bit of the wind out of uh, Middlesbrough sales there. So Brentford move above Ipswich with a 2-0 win over Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. Fourth win fourth win in six. Are Brentford going to finish above or below Ipswich? Uh, uh, I'd love to say below, but I'm not sure they will. Uh, <laughs> good team. Hull 2, Fulham 2. How many games have Hull drawn 2-2? Two, two? Must have been like four or five. Loads, mate. Loads. Yeah, now this was interesting. So good old Yukanovic. So Hull scored two sort of fairly quick fire goals around about the half hour mark. Bowen and uh, Dicko, I think. And um, good old um, good old Yukanovic. The ultimate footballer's, um, the ultimate footballer's uh, disaster. Um, two players get substituted on 40 minutes, tactically. Um, so he bring he takes off. Um, hang on, who's he take? He takes off. No, he brings on Cabano and Kamara for Aiti and who's the other one? Is it O Ojo? Adoy, Adoy. Yeah, Adoy, right back. I think I think. Oh, it could be. It could be Ojo. It could be actually. Yeah, Ojo and yeah, Ojo and Aiti. It was yeah, and it, and it um yeah it does the uh, it does the trick. Kamara gets a penalty on forty eight, and then really nice finish on eighty three for the um. For the uh, you know for the equaliser, yeah, Fulham, like you say, will give you a chance, but whether we've got the necessary quality out there against them to create those chances, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, Burton nil, Norwich nil. Like th- this oh. is it. This is a good parachute result because it's not disastrous enough to sound the alarm, but just crap enough for them to still stay ten points off the off the playoffs, Dave. Yeah, it was quite. It was quite strange yesterday. Someone posted on. I, I do sometimes take a little quick look and see how. What, you're you're uh, on there all it. the time. Um, I'm not. You're not, and I, you'll be accused me of having a season ticket. Um, I was looking at quite a there forum at WA Rougher the Barkley, and someone said, um, "Yeah, it was um, funny old day yesterday because they were. Where did he put it? One place closer to top six, but two points closer to relegation." <laughs> Because the bottom three, the bottom three all won yesterday. Bizarrely, the bottom six were unbeaten yesterday. Yeah, wow. um, Barnsley won, Reading won. So, Dave, Barnsley are ten without a win and have new owners. Is their is their manager in trouble? I think he it must be looking very closely over his shoulder. I made a point there. It would be an interesting transfer window for Barnsley. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, um, and they're certainly their fans. Millwall do what Ipswich could not do and beat QPR in the league. Um, Millwall have the fifth best home record in the league. Yeah, when we played there and won there, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah um, well, we always say that. Oh, it's a tough place to go. It's a tough place to go. Yeah, I saw a stat about Morrison. So it was his first goal of the season and he'd had the most attempts of any striker, 52 or something like that. I bet and, um, he's got, the highest got, on the aerials as well. Probably, yeah. No, yeah. Funny enough, it's a far post header. Um, there you go. So, yeah. No, they're doing well, Mill. Well, I think they're up to about... I saw I saw their old Harris on the... He was talking on the show after. I think they were like 30 points. So, yeah, they're on course for a half-decent yeah. season. Yeah. Forest nil, Sunderland one. And we've just found out. So, we're recording at... Yes. Um, it's quarter to 12 now. Um, Warburton has been fired by Forest. How many managers have they had in the last 
two, three years. Christ, no. I think he was um, he was fired as a result of his over-flamboyant football. Yeah, it won't get you anywhere at Forest, will it? I think they've got someone lined up. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Let's see how it pans Monk, out. Monk, but Monk, perhaps. Yeah, so the... Um, yeah, well, there's a few of them available now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Carvel's gone to the, straight into Premier League job, hasn't he, from Sheffield Wednesday? And he won yesterday. Of course he did. Of course he did. Um, did. So, yeah, the entire bottom six un, undefeated yesterday. Right, here comes the extrapolation, Dave. So, Ipswich are 11th position with 36 points from 25 games. And for the first time this season, the points per game goes under 1.5. So, it's 1.44, which Ooh. projects 66.24. Um top minutes um, obviously Skews has dropped out of this now so Bart and then Knudsen then Garner then Spence then Chambers top goals now this is the interesting one uh, Waghorn 10 McGoldrick 8 Garner 7 Selena 7 but all Garner's goals have been in the league so he's actually the second top scorer behind Waghorn mm. in the league because McGoldrick mm. got two in the two league Luton, cup and Selena yeah. got one at Palace top assists another interesting one Waghorn now is tied with Knudsen um, so We've predicted that Waghorn's going to be top goals and top assists, and that's well, he's now in position for that. Well, Ward- I think you certainly on the assist front, his corners are helping that that tally, aren't they? Oh God, big sell. Um, Ward with five still, but he's obviously offset pieces now. Uh, McGoldrick and Spence with three. Right, Dave, the Nasdaq was up big style last mm. week, a, a, a double victory. Um, so follow James Dak uh, at. James Dak underscore 19. I should write it down, shouldn't I? I get it wrong every week. Um, he has two bets per week for the amount of £5. One on Ipswich Town and one on the Championship. Dave, he had, in the Ipswich Town game versus Derby, over 2.5 goals. Oh dear. No, that's good. There was hang three on, goals. Point, hang on, there was three. <laughs> oh no, he's right. He's right. Oh shit. The Nasdaq goes up. Right, this is a really interesting one because I'm going to spoil this. He does lose the bet, right? But this bet he had, if he'd reversed it, I think we could all have retired, okay? So he had Sheffield United to beat Bolton. Bolton beat Sheffield United. He had Leeds to beat Birmingham. Birmingham beat Leeds. He's basically betted against the bottom three. Forrest to beat Sunderland. I reckon the reverse of that would have been over 200 to 1. Mate, you'd have got a fair old size on that, wouldn't you? Yeah, fantastic. A yeah. fair old wedge. So, would. I, so the Nasdaq is up ever so slightly this week and up over the past two weeks. So New Year's resolution, that Nasdaq's going to... Well, it normally goes like this, doesn't it? The old... The old um, it does. Yeah. It, it does. It's uh, the footsie. Footsie. Yeah, it <laughs> footsie does. under the table. Um, let's go to the Renegade Statman, your partner on This Week in ITFC History Day. Um Statman, he doesn't say easy this week, so we'll give him an easy. Oh. Uh, family commitments mean I can't get you a stat of the week today, but I have been running a poll on Twitter that I thought your listeners would be interested to hear about it. Yes, it's the 2017 oh, yeah. Calendar Year Awards. So, player of 2017, Bart ran away with this, polling 91% of the votes. We'll miss him come February. Wink. Um, hope you're wrong <laughs> about that, Statman. Unsung Hero, a slightly closer battle this one. Spence was third with 11%. Chambers was second with 12%. But the winner is Cole Skews with 47% of the votes. We've missed him over Christmas. He's definitely gone up in the um, fans' estimations this year. Um, Goal of the year. Some great goals were scored by Town in 2017. And some of those were scored by players that were not on loan. However, loanies take the top three places. In third place, Tom Lawrence's spectacular effort away to Preston. 
in January in oh. second. Emmy Hughes volley at home to Newcastle in April and leading the way, uh, which would have been the first um, goal of the, of the year, actually. Tom Lawrence away to QPR in January. Great yeah. build-up play. Yeah, um, a little change of direction by Skews and Lawrence fires it in from... 30 years. If anyone's still unsure about Lawrence's impact last year, just watch that video of his top 10 goals. It's absurdly good. Yeah, um, I, can't, I can't argue with that one. That was a hell of a strike. Yeah. Um, I, I had Hughes away at Villa just for the just for the sheer brilliance of that performance. Ah, and I know. had that as my best moment. Oh, okay. Um, moment of the year. Runaway winner here. Knudsen scoring at Carrow Road in February. Mm. Probably the best six minutes of 27 before Norwich equalised. Game of the year, only six matches received any votes, which doesn't say a lot about the other 45 games played. Um, in fourth place, Forest 4-2, uh, 10%. In third place, Millwall 4-3. Um, if that had been a home game, that would have 100% won, um, 16%. Yeah. Uh, second, Sunderland 5-2. Yeah, that was a great game, wasn't it? And first, Newcastle 3-1. But guys, if you weren't at that Millwall game, that was bu 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 bonkers um three predictions for 2018 there were some great answers here and i'll put the full list up on uh, ipswichtownstats.com that's statman's website um over the weekend uh cole skews to win the ballon d'or stands out uh, the most popular choices show that david mcgoldrick will be off in 2018 optimistic fans think we'll finish in the top half of the table but the top two responses were <laughs> in first place mick will leave and in second place mick will stay how long will this discussion be allowed to rumble on Happy New Year, lads, renegade Statman. Um, let me just ask you a question on that, Dave, and so thanks for Statman for that excellent poll. Yeah. So if you're Marcus Evans, wouldn't it be a kind of savvy business move now to offer Mick a new contract now? Because if Mick does want to go, he's going to reject the new contract and then Evans is a sympathetic figure. And if you want Mick to stay anyway, give him the contract now. Would that not be a smart move? I guess so. I, I've just got so mixed thoughts about that. I just, I just don't know. In, you know, in some ways, this season's been a lot better than last. That's a lot better. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been better than last season, hasn't it? It just has. You know, just, just for the, you know, the goals scored for Christ's sake. You know, the entertainment really has been, has been a lot better, I think. But it's, it's, it's got to be time for a change, hasn't it? Um. I don't know. I think my role in the next three months is going to be to play the the Mick in argument. So um, I'll I'll stick with I'll stick with Mick in on the basis that I don't really know. Statman made a really good point on one of his um, emails a few weeks ago. He said if you're if Marcus Evans owns your club, Mick McCarthy's probably the best manager you can have there. Yeah. yeah. And the issue yeah. the issue is not necessarily Mick, but more. If no money is going to come in, um, yeah, it's, it is. it's one of those where you just and we've said this before twenty times. You you won't know unless he goes. You, you just don't know. No no I'm one. Going to be, that, that well trotted out line. Be careful what you wish. Oh for. my god, you can't say that. You can't no, I know, I know, that. but no, I'm not saying it. But I'm just saying that's that that line that's trotted out time and time again, isn't it? I just don't know. I mean, you know, he goes. I mean, who? Who would you see? What type of manager would you see? Um, well, I don't know. That's another of my pet hates, apart from be careful what you wish for. One of my pet hates is when someone says they want a manager out, then someone says, well, who would you get in? They're two different things, aren't they? You can want a manager out and not know who you're going to get in. Um, 
all I would say is if Mick hadn't been so chippy with the fans, oh, yeah. I think a lot of people would be happy for him to More sign a new side. contract. Especially Absolutely. now, like you say, given that they've scored goals and signed new yeah. players. And <laughs> if you had the same player turnover next summer, another four guys come in or whatever and another couple of million spent, I wouldn't be averse to that. I just think right. it's the... It's the um, and I think people just want to change, don't they? Sometimes people just move the furniture around in their lounge for no other you know, reason other than they just want to change. Feng Shui, I've, you know what, <laughs> uh, Ben? At the end of the day, is look, we're not going to go up unless unless there's considerable investment, considerable investment from the owner. We ain't going up. We're not going up. And you know, you're right what you say. The owner looks at it and stats right what he's said. Spot on what he said. Mick McCarthy is always going to keep you in that division. He's always going to keep you there. But is it, you know, is, is that enough? Is that enough season on season with perhaps, you know, you have a season like this season where, okay, you make good, good loan signing, say Connolly, Selena, you know, and, you know, they've added to the, well, certainly Selena at times, added to the entertainment and the signings of Waghorn and Garner. Is that going to be sufficient year on year? You know, it's just going to stagnate. And without, without, yeah, we're getting further and further away, Ben. I mean, look at Barnsley, for instance. You know, look, that's you know they're going to get. Well, Christ, no, I don't know. That might might not might not might not work, but you've got to think it has. We are just getting further, <clears throat> further and further away without without being able to compete. I mean, the one soft spot, the one say soft spot, the one positive that we've got this season is that probably potentially our neighbours down the road, if if it is a consolation are potentially going to be in a worse situation than we are you know it's interesting um the the reason as well dave i say that um it would actually be a good move for him to offer him a contract now um is that i think what's going to annoy most people is if there's just no news comes from the club for you know for the next however many months and do you know what i'm saying that's going to annoy people not knowing isn't it and also players that have contract you know i mean that will obviously get dealt with it you know at some point, but yeah, um, that's going to have an effect. The, the Goldrick situation is going to have an effect. You know, clearly he's most fans' favourite, isn't he? You know, you know what I think of him, and we all think of him. Um, you know, what, what, what what's going to happen there? Surely they're not just going to let his contract run down, are they? Are they? I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, yeah. Dave, Fulham coming up on Tuesday. Um, what what are you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be looking forward. I'd be looking forward to seeing Fulham play because you know we we love the way they play. Um, They've battered know, us the last a... three times, haven't they? Absolutely battered us. Oh yeah, Christ, yeah. I mean, it was two nil and two nil on two nil back in August could have been three or four or five easily. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is there any news coming out? The club is skews likely to be back at all. I, I think, don't know. If... I think he is. Yeah, I think that was the whole plan with resting him. So that would be good news. But Webster's definitely not going to be there, like you, oh, like you said. Yeah, I, 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 feel, I feel the worst for that. They've just run into form. Well, I say run into form. They're, they're scoring goals as well. Scored four at Cardiff. Um, okay, scored another two at um, scored another two yesterday at Hull. They will give you a chance, but I'm not sure we've got the creativity in the side to to, to even create. You know, to to yeah, to literally to create anything there. Really, I I do fear the worst. I haven't said that. I said I said that a week before the Derby game. Yeah. But it's Derby away, not Fulham. Okay. Um, well, right. what, do you, what do you think? Oh, God. Well, I think he's going to keep Ward in instead of McGoldrick. I think, yeah, it I, might, I think it might even be an unchanged team other than 
like you say, Smith um, Smith coming in at centre back and potentially um, for Webster. Uh, yeah, and Skew's coming in for Brew. But what I mean is the system and most yeah. of the personnel is gonna gonna stay the same. Um, I think this is where Mick does get found out a little bit. You know, like we said against Holloway. I think while Jukanovic is manager of Fulham, Mick won't beat him. I don't think he knows how to. I don't think he knows how to beat him. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, or or even contain them, really. Yeah, we we you shall know. see. We shall see. Yeah, um, you're going, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm it's looking easy forward one for to you. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, easy ride. Well, I'm back. I, mean, to, I probably I'm back to work as well, so I'm halfway. I'm halfway there already. So. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we hope you've enjoyed the first podcast on YouTube. Assuming this all is going to work out very well, and yeah. I can I can get it uploaded and and whatnot. Um, so there's going to be loads of content next week. There's going to be a YouTube video after the Fulham game. On Wednesday, Dave, have you got a third round FA Cup special for this week in ITFC history? I think we have actually. Yeah, there's some yeah, yeah some crackers in there. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, that um, comes out Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Um, in the meantime, if you can go to uh, ITFC underscore Bible on Twitter, they're putting their points predictions poll up, and we'll have that. Um, I'm not going to do a preview show on Friday. We had Mark the Blade on. I'm going to wait for the next league game to get you had him back on, on we've had him on quite recently so there won't be a, a preview on friday um but we'll be back with the normal show hopefully if all the youtube stuff works out well we'll be back on monday and then yeah we'll you got some sorry just quickly you got some really good comments from uh, i saw after your your post-match show yesterday from derby fans that's always good isn't it yeah they're always nice when they've won though haven't they <laughs> that's a good point yeah, <laughs> yeah. i always <laughs> i always get more views when the away team wins but there you go yeah, that's easy yeah good point yeah. um you can like us on facebook.com slash blue monday itfc on twitter uh Blue Monday ITFC as well. And you can find both mine and Dave's Twitters in the bio there. Also, you can find our T-shirt stuff, which is a nice way to follow, um, to give us a little bit of support. There it is. There you go, Dave. Nice one. Um, And Dave, Happy New Year to all the listeners. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, happy New Year to you, Ben, and all our all our listeners. Yeah, been been enjoying what I have been enjoying. Looking forward to New Year's Day to the darts, mate. Been enjoying the darts. Epic, epic darts last night. Epic. Don't. At the alley, Pally. I need that gif. I need that gif of Alan Partridge going. Don't don't care. It doesn't register with really, you. I went to sixth form. Far. I went to sixth form with Mervyn King's brother, Matt. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Mervyn King was yeah. a couple of years younger than me. And yeah. I met Kevin Painter with you at an OMD gig, didn't I? You did. He and you were me. Dave was so shy, bless him. He was like he was like Ben. That's Kevin Painter. I'd, my son would love to meet him. And I'm like, go and talk to him. Go on. And Dave's like, nah, nah, I can't do that. Can't do that. Well, I, like, well, I, I thought I might get Keith Moore brush off. <laughs> no, Kevin Painter is far friendly. No, not Keith Moore wasn't friendly. I was just I just weirded him out. Obviously. <laughs> right. Anyway, Dave, we've right, happy new year, mate. Happy have new good... year, everyone. And, and you're off. You're off up to Norfolk, aren't you? Gigging tonight. I'm off to Deerham's. Good thing the good thing the, um, the money's okay. Yeah. Right, thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. All the best. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants.
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.